When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Any questions, stupid or otherwise? All right, Alan. Yeah, coach, we'd like to hear your side of the basketball kicking incident. Alan, you used up your question. That was stupid. I will not have the first losing season in 40 years at this university. You are not getting the kind of athletes that we used to. Yeah, but the program's clean, Chancellor. It is time to tell Coach Petey Bell to take a hike. I don't do well with losing, do I? You've won two national championships. You've won eight conference titles. I don't call this losing. What efforts are you and your staff making as far as recruiting is concerned? We got the inside track on some great ball players this year. You get those guys, you are in the final four next year. Right. Let's get these guys. He's never been coached. He's totally raw. Neon, um, please try not to step on the children. Okay, all right. If I couldn't play basketball, would you be trying to get me in college? No. At least you're honest. I figure a white blue chip athlete like myself deserves something extra, about about 30 grand. I'd like to have it in cash. Get the hell out of here, Get out of here! All the other schools are doing it, coach. I know everything. I know what Butch McCray's mother wants. You really want your son to start out life by learning how to bend and break the rules. I mean, what's he gonna become? A millionaire? I did not authorize a car for Ricky, but you did authorize the friends of the program to do what had to be done. He bought him, Charlie. I know he bought him. Gotta be on top again. Did you cheat? Foul is not a foul unless the referee blows his whistle. Did you take money? No. We owe them this money. What a way to start a film. I'm totally confused. <laughs> Welcome to Recapping Down, a podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. Um, I watched, um, if you have Hulu, Pam and Tommy, the first three episodes were up. 
Oh. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know the I didn't it. know the story. I just thought some guy stole their stuff. A lot more uh, to it than that. That's also what I thought. Okay. A lot more to it than that. And Seth Rogen is pretty funny. And there's a talking dick. Um, hilarious. You buried the lead there. You should have called I'm, it the talking dick show. Yep. There's a talking dick. Um, and uh, the, the two people who they get to play, Pam and Tommy, look exactly like I've seen Pam the and Tommy. It's wild. Yeah. I've seen the stills. Um if we're giving out recommendations, uh, if you're a big old dork like me, um, you have some Amazon Prime, watch The Legend of Vox Machina. It's fucking great. It is. I played Dungeons and Dragons. I've discussed it on the pod. Uh, you don't need to know D&D to love the show. They don't reference it at all. It's just like a high, like a high fantasy animated comedy, basically. Um, yeah, it's, hmm. it's very, very, very good. If you, if you do play D&D, you're going to pick up on like a lot of the references and the spells that they're casting and stuff, but like you don't need to play the game to get it. It is fucking fun. It's that's a that's a fun fucking cartoon. Uh, flying solo in the Lone Star State. This podcast chief cultural bias and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Hello. Um, I also started the Pam and Tommy show, hmm. but I only watched one episode. And then when James oh. said the thing, I remember. <laughs> I think I saw like a tweet about it and the dick is voiced by Jason Matsukis. So sure we're, gonna to, mm. we're gonna have to plow ahead. Cause you wind up the first episode, you really don't like Tommy Lee. You really don't like Tommy Lee, which mm-hmm. I had no opinion of Tommy Lee, but after I watched, I was like, I really don't like this guy. Yeah. And Bill seemed kind of meh about it. Cause he's like, I, I know Tommy Lee is an asshole. I was like, you don't like actually know that. You just heard it somewhere. Mm, um, pretty sure. Yeah, for doing another recommendation, I watched Encanto this weekend, and it was great. I need mm. to watch it. My kid loves it, but mm. I have not watched it with him. My wife has watched it with him a number of times. But when I'm with him, he wants to watch fucking Coco Melon. Other parents, you know, I, I pay with Coco Melon. It's, it's trash. Uh, if you also want to hate um, Tommy Lee some more, Pam and Tommy's kid is on the Hills revival that MTV brought back. Uh, Wait, they had a child? Yeah. He, he mostly what? sucks. Their, their, son, their son mostly sucks. He's the, the least interesting um, person on the show. But there's a lot of talk about like how his dad, his mom, Pam, is on the show sometimes and seems to be like a genuinely loving, yeah. wonderful parent. And then it's like, yeah, I haven't talked to my dad in a couple years. He's been kind of distant. <laughs> it's mm. just like, I think they have one episode where they have like a get together and like try to clear the air and Tommy is clearly just not interested. It, he he's a piece of shit. So there's that. Speaking of pieces yeah. of shit. Hey, looking them up now. What movie are we talking about? Uh where can we get it and what's it about? Um Blue Chips from 1994. If you have Paramount Plus or Pluto TV, good for you. Stream away. Enjoy. Uh, if you got to pay, Amazon, iTunes, YouTube, ViewDo, Google Play, so on and so forth. Um, synopsis from Rotten Tomatoes. Pete Bell is a college basketball coach who has to improve his team's standing by any means necessary. His hopes are pinned on a trio of talented players, Neon Badeau, Butch McRae, and Ricky Rowe. But in order to get them to sign to his school, Bell will have to legally pay the players off. If he's caught, he could destroy Bell's coaching career and cast a cloud of shame over his team. Will he risk it all to win? 
that's a good synopsis. They didn't miss it's anything. fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, that's a good. It, it's synopsis. all there. Yeah. It's all there. Yeah, they left out the part about his like weird relationship with his ex-wife, but that's not important. Yeah, we, we can definitely go into that. I mean, yeah, we're gonna like have he's to. he's having some trouble letting go. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's weird. Uh, Dana, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, the folks in this film are a uh, former sexiest man alive, Nick Nolte. Get out, what? What year? <laughs> I don't know. Two, Early two, 90s. Two, was it, two, it was 2012 with that crazy hair photo? You remember <laughs> it was, that? It was the mugshot He was era. looking good, baby. I looking good. Era. I got to look up this year and see who else was alive because that seems insane. Yeah, I, I swear. Because I was reading an article about it, and yes, he, he had recently been named People's Sexiest Man Alive. Nicholas Nolte. God. Uh, plays Pete Bell. Uh, Mary McDonald is Jenny Bell. So in my notes, I, I found the cover and he looks terrible on the cover of the magazine. What year was it? Um, hold on. This was 1992. He looks like John Tesh. <laughs> like he's got stupid glasses on. And 19, the year before this is Patrick Swayze. Was it like after, uh, was it like Prince of Tides era? Whatever that Barbara Streisand movie was. Probably. That people, the one. Prince of Tides. Namira has two faces. I want to look uh, up who was 1993 because 1991 was Swayze. 93, 93 is uh, maybe Mel Gibson or. Uh, so you're saying like two years before this movie came out? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I think 93 was Fabio. <laughs> so uh, okay. it was it was either Fabio or Johnny Depp. I'm getting both, but either wow. one of them, Nick Nolte. Did you piss the body off? Or? It's, it's like right after that Streisand film, I think. Wow. Like one of the Streisand films he did. Anyway, okay. let me continue with I'm the sorry cast. to interrupt. Yeah, go on. I'm sorry. That's on um, I honestly like could not, like his character's name never went into my brain. And in my notes, it's just Coach, Coach Nolte needs to chill. Coach yeah. Nolte. Same. <laughs> Pete Bell. Okay. Uh, there are some adults in this film that I do not know who they are, but they like, whatever. They're considered important. Uh, J.T. Walsh, Walsh yes. plays Happy. Yeah, he does. Um, uh, Ed O'Neill, I've heard of him, plays Ed. Real <laughs> That's creative. That's creative. Um, That's good. Alfrey Woodard is Lavada McRae. Lavada. Yeah. She's great. Lavada, yeah. She's great. Um, Bob Cousy, he's like a basketball Ooh. person. A Hall of Famer. I'm Hell yeah, positive. he is. Cel- <laughs> yeah. Celtics like legend, oh. right? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Makes for sense. From the fifties and sixties. Like yeah. ten rings, yeah. The name's yeah. unfamiliar. He is a terrible actor, and he plays the AD of Western University, Vic. That's it, just Vic. Vic. Um, Shaquille O'Neal plays Neon Badeau. Is that how? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Badeau. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Sorry, IMDb is not giving me their full names. Let me oh, let me boy. go over to <laughs> Wikipedia. Vic Nolte, sexiest man alive. <laughs> Yep, that one stuck in my head. Uh, let's see, I was on Bob Cousy, Shaquille O'Neal. Anthony Penny Hardaway is yeah. Butch McRae. The Pride uh, of Memphis. Mm-hmm. Truly. Robert Arliss Wool, because that's all I was like, Arliss is in this movie. <laughs> Arliss is in this movie for 37 seconds? Yeah, yeah. yeah. great, great job. Uh, is in this is Marty. We got Louis Gossett Jr. as Father Dawkins. That was I like credited. when he shows up in things. I love when Great. he shows up. In um, yeah. And then there's just like a shit ton of actual 
like NCAA basketball people. We yeah. get Bobby Knight, which I was very surprised he popped up. So I was like, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Nolte is just being Bobby Knight for the first yeah. uh, hour and 20 movies. God, hour and 20 minutes of the God, film. And then Bobby Knight no shows up. Bob Knight shows up. Whole, yeah. Yeah. Damn it. God damn it. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Jerry Takanian, Jim Beheim, Ke- Kevin Garnett. I did not see him in this. I Alan, didn't either, but. Uh, yeah, the Chicago high school basketball scene is one of the players. Oh. You see him for three okay. seconds wow. max, if that. Um, Alan Houston is someone, or maybe it's Houston. I don't know. You got Dick yeah. Vitale, Todd Dono, Rick Patino, mm-hmm. George Lynch. I'm going to say. Calbert? Cal- Calbert Cheney. Calbert yeah. Cheney and Bobby Hurley, who I remember as a child. Yeah, Bobby Hurley playing for Indiana is insane to look at. Yeah, I, I was like, no, that's not right. That's not right. No, he played 100% not right. Did, did it make any sense? Yeah. The brain no. broke. Yeah, he's he is the the dukiest man who ever lived. Like he's a duke yeah. fella. So watching him play for Indiana was bizarre. It was weird. Yeah. Weird. I did I didn't like it. I I felt pretty uncomfortable watching it. Um Let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this movie. Dana, what do you got? This morning. This morning. Right. Oh. Mm. Risky, risky business. All right. I got time. Dave, what do you got? I think I was nine years old. I think my dad took me to see this in the theater. I oh, think. wow. In the theater. Okay. Not 100% on that, but pretty sure. And if it wasn't that, it was on cable a year later because yeah. that's how I consumed a lot of film back then. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for me, this one's weird. Like, there's every once in a while, we run across one of these movies that I sh- for sure watched, like, start to finish, but never spent money to rent or anything. And it predates streaming. This mm-hmm. is one of those. So I'm assuming I caught it on, like, HBO, or it might have been, like, on demand at one point back in the day for free. And I just, like, watched it there. But, like, I for sure watched it in college. I remember the apartment I lived in at the time. So I can tell you like what years about it was, but like the only thing I recall from this whole movie, the first time through is watching Tony get yelled at during the party. That's the yeah. one memory I have is Tony like breaking mm-hmm. down with Nick Nolte, cussing him out at a weird dorm party. I guess I'm not sure where that was With all along the watchtower plan. I'm like, this is, this is, <laughs> this is a hell of a party and shaky cam. This is fucking wild. Um, mm-hmm. Dana, since you watched it for the first time today, did it make the greater show that held us back? Uh, basketball was good. Uh-huh. That was well done. Um, I think it could have been better. So I'm going to pass it, but I expect more next semester oh, wow. of this movie. It's got potential. It could yes. go places. Yes. Uh, Dave, what do you got? It was good. I, I will compliment the basketball. Apparently, the, the director insisted we need real ball players. We, I, I don't care if they're they're actors for the actual basketball. It's gonna be basketball players, and they're gonna play for real. Like they played that final game with Indiana. It was them up against Western. The two teams they played two full games, and they used all that footage and spliced it, it together. God, and that's that John Tucker. And it looked pretty good. Looked pretty good. It looked good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, Interesting story. I, I wasn't exactly sure what they were trying. I don't know if there was like a bigger message, really. It, it, and, and most of this came down to Pete Bell being like, eh. that he." It was really only him, like coming to some kind of re- revelation about something at the end. No one else learned anything. No one learned. So, dick, no. so yeah, there, there was really no lessons involved. But other than that, yeah, good, good basketball. Interesting story. And Chicago was in it. 
Yeah. Chicago was yeah. Chicago, oh, Chicago. 90s yeah. Chicago, the best Chicago. Um, I'm gonna say this made the grade. I don't really think it was anything special. Um, for a sports movie, there should have been more sports in it. Yeah. But Nick Nolte at his Nick Noltiest makes his movie worth watching. So like he just his performance gets it over the top, but like the movie itself, very forgettable, except for sure. his performance in it. Um, let's go around the horn here and give some fun facts if we've got any. Dave, Dana, take it away. Quite a few. Um, so people know, I think we talked about this earlier, that uh, Bobby Knight makes an appearance at, at the end. Mm-hmm. He's known known for his tantrums, his <laughs> court side, yes. antics, so on and so forth. Like Throwing a kick, chair. Like the kicking the basketball, that's that's a Bobby Knight thing. Throwing He's the chairs that. and everything. yeah. Well, Nick Nolte, during the 92 season, Nick Nolte went to a bunch of games and just watched to see how he acted. It shows. And, and you can tell um, based on – and he just, he's like, let me just do this. Let me crank it up to 11, <laughs> and this will be good. And that's what happened. Um, so Shaq's first movie, could, could, could you tell? Well, yes and no. Like, yes, he's never been a good actor. So it's not right. like, oh, he became an Oscar winner eventually. But like... I didn't ask for this, bro. I didn't ask for I this. Want, I don't want this call. They didn't really call. give him a lot to do. So it's not like... It's, it's interesting to me that he maybe caught the acting bug from this or Hollywood was mm. like, that young man has moxie. Because like, <laughs> there was... He didn't have a lot to do in the movie. And like, it's Mexico, weird that this followed is by Guatemala, Honduras. It's culturally biased. There's good stuff in here, but ultimately he's in the movie for the slam dunk. Hey, coach. Yeah. Yeah. The acting wasn't terrible. He was just playing himself, just talking. (laughs) That was the one thing, like, I was trying to look up trivia. Like, I just don't get how they, like, how they got so many legitimate basketball people to be like, yeah, 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 I want to be a part of this. Like, it just didn't. Like, so many, like, actual basketball coaches, like, NCAA coaches are in this. People yeah. who, like, played or were playing, because they actually did play against the Indiana team in the game that Dave was talking about, the yeah. things they filmed. And I'm like, did y'all not know it was about cheating? In- well, that's the thing. Like, if if not, I'm Jim Mayheim, like, the coaches that are in this movie, they very heavily imply that all of the kids are going to the East Coast where they can be on TV and get paid. And if I'm Jim Beheim, I'm like, I don't – I coach as far east as you get. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. Jim Beheim at this point. Right. Yeah, it's weird to me that they're in it. I don't – I can't make it make sense. Like, I was reading something that, like, Shaq's representation was like, he can't say bitch, which he totally does. <laughs> and he can't take any money. And Shaq was like, I do say take bitch, and I did take money. Bitch. But he, like, yeah. he actually didn't. He says he actually didn't. He swears that bitch. he did not – a player that caliber doesn't just choose to go to LSU. Yeah. <laughs> like Ben Simmons came well, from his... showed up at LSU. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, <laughs> according to the Sports Illustrated article I was reading, that Shaq's dad said to him, and I think it's actually his stepdad, yeah, his but step-dad. he calls him dad, um, was like, you've been poor your whole life. What's two more years? Mm. Don't sell mm-hmm. your soul. I mean, it's not wrong, but also I'm not selling my soul. I'm selling mostly my basketball skills. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not not praying to Satan. They actually made a good joke about Shaq and basketball. So something about more, more money than you made in college. It was, it was, it was. I can't remember the the, uh, joke exactly, but 
if somebody remembers basketball, they make a good Shaq making more money in college than he did with the or, with the Orlando Magic. I thought that was funny. That's um, let's see. Uh, the director's like Shaq. You're too ridiculously tall compared to everybody else. Bo- you got Bobby Hurley at five eleven, six foot. A tiny fella. Um, you got a bunch of tiny fellas, so they're like, oh, let's just cut a bunch, bunch out of you, uh, out of the bottom of your shoe. So about a quarter of an inch thick sole compared to double that for pretty much everybody else. And I guess that made him six eleven and a half versus seven foot, seven, seven foot one. I don't know so, why you want to do this. It's not, like, it's not it's, like it's I think weird I, to see a basketball player who's really tall. But for like filming purposes, like if you ever notice, like if like go watch Italian Job. Like, or any movie with Charlize Theron and a, oh. and a short leading man. Yeah. 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 Marky Mark standing on a box, people. Yep. You know, like, they, like <laughs> it's true. You know, someone's in a hole, so they're not taller than Tom Cruise. It's like the visual, so you can film but, it better. But Penny, Penny Hardaway is six foot seven. It's not like he's a short guy. At Again, it's five inch difference is not purposes, probably. It's, it's just weird. That it's like, oh, he's too tall to be believable as a basketball star. I'm like, no, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Look, look at him next to Yao. That's insane looking. Yao yeah. towers over Shaq. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. weird looking. Yeah, it's, it's you said you should have gotten that thyroid thing like figured out, man. Oh, he, he, yeah. he just kept he just kept growing a couple couple yeah. years too long. But uh, George Muir's on. Uh, oh, yeah, those guys are too yeah. big. These guys too just bold. kept growing just a little too long. If they would have gotten something, you know. Got got gotten their hormones all figured out. Maybe they're like seven feet instead of seven four, seven five, and then yeah. their knees are all stuff Sean like that. Bradley. But, um, so that arena, what do you think of the arena? It was we were we, yeah, we, we, legit. we were talking. It looked like a real arena. That's a high school gym in Frankfurt, Indiana. It's an Indiana's basketball crazy. Um, it's wild. Yeah. There's a joke about that in Parks and Recreation where they're trying to like figure out their budget and they want to cut some of the like summer programs and it's like well we can cut anything you want except basketball there's a a, a part of our state constitution where every city yeah. is required to have a parks and recreation basketball budget of x amount of dollars yeah. a year it's like it's well, required to be paid for makes sense but uh, that's the uh let's use the case arena at frankfurt high school wow. in frankfurt indiana it's like it's like halfway between west lafayette and indianapolis it's like and, a real city. Uh, yeah it's um it's the 23rd largest high school gymnasium in the world. That's insane. Which, um, wow. yeah, they they made it look like a legitimate college basketball arena without. I never and, did a double uh, take once. I, I was like, this looks this looks right. Yep, they actually filmed in French Lick. That, that that was really Larry Bird's house. That's now a bed and breakfast. You can plan that basketball court. Stay at, at at his old house. He doesn't live there anymore. Oh. Um, and uh, that was really Chicago. That was really New Orleans slash Algiers. I have some things to say about oh, how they portrayed we'll Algiers. And uh, L.A., that was the campus of USC once they got out to the nice sunshine right there. Yeah, um, pretty campus. Yeah. And uh, Bob Cousy shooting baskets. He just he really didn't miss. That's, he just I mean, kept shooting baskets. It's amazing. Even at, the, even at his age, just like over and over. It's one of those things where, like, it's amazing – how much better professional athletes are at what they do than like you could imagine them being there was um i think it might have been ray allen uh did an interview once where he's like you guys don't understand like yeah i shoot whatever 75 percent, 80 percent from three like during the season 
um, there will be practices. If I'm alone in the gym, I never miss. Like if it's just hmm. me in the gym, I'll go for three hours in every shot. Like I, I, I never miss on my own. That's the craziest thing I can imagine. Wow. Like I hit every shot. If I'm there by myself, I'm never going to miss one. That is, is that because, uh, is that because he got game? Yeah. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Uh, we can do that at some point. I think oh. it falls into our, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do that. Back back. I would love him basketball. Yeah, that's good. You do love him basketball. Um, couple quick things. Uh, I didn't realize this movie was written by the guy who also wrote Bull Durham, White yeah. Man Can't Jump, and Tin Cup. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. directed by the guy who guy. did the French, and, and directed by the guy who did the French fucking connection. This is real people. And the, the Exorcist. Oh my <sighs> God. Yeah. And Nile Nile Rogers and Jeff Beck did the music. Really? It's Money was spent here. Yeah, Jeff back. Yeah, yeah, that's why I felt this. Like, I also thought this movie was like going to be different. So that's why I felt it could be better. And then one last thing, Bobby Knight did not want his. He treated like the in-game or the in-movie games very seriously, and did not <laughs> want his Knight. team to lose. They actually won. <laughs> they played two games. They won both of those games. And then at one point the director comes in and it's like, okay, we gotta we gotta set up this final climactic scene. Shaq, you're gonna do this, do like a, a you know, a pick and a spin, you're gonna get the alley, you're gonna slam it. And he like yeah. tells everybody in the stands, like, all right, get ready when this is gonna happen, Shaq's gonna slam it down for the win, bum rush the court, it's gonna be great. Bobby Hurley, or no, sorry, not Bobby Hurley, Bob, Bobby Knight's like, don't let Shaq get the ball. And then he runs away and Jack does that. <laughs> One of the people's like, I thought William Friedkin was going if there he would have killed Bobby Knight yeah. if there was a gun. He was like so pissed. And then he's like, All right, you guys can have your win. Or not not your win. He's like, You can do whatever the hell you want, but we're gonna win these games. But he ruined the original take of the final shot of the movie. It's it's insane to me thinking about some of these coaches. Like, you're at work. Like, watching how Bobby Knight behaves at work, watching how Frank Martin or uh, Bo Pelini, you want to watch like, an insane person coach a football game? Watch when Bo Pelini was at Nebraska. He is an unhinged, insane person for the entire game. You're at work. No one gets to act like this. They walk around their office screaming, throwing, <laughs> knocking shit over. It's crazy yeah. to me. Um, yeah. Well, oh, I, one last thing. Yeah. They said they had. Uh, Bobby Knight like mic'd up through both of the games and they couldn't use any of it because it was so yeah. expletive filled. They, they, yeah. caught, they caught one piece of it that I wrote down where he was like, ah, bullshit! You can see that shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Add, you're that bad at a rep on a movie set. Um, mm-hmm. I have one uh, fact about this, which is I know it's uncharacteristic for me. Um, there's a kid in the front row of the Indiana game wearing a t-shirt mm-hmm. that references the old oaken bucket. Uh, as a Big Ten person, you know what the old oaken bucket is. It's the trophy that goes back and forth to the winner of the Indiana-Purdue football game. Every Big Ten team has 95 trophies. I think Iowa has like seven of them. Like it's the whole thing that we do as a conference. But this is a world where the NCAA is called the NCSA, mm-hmm. and the only real basketball team is Indiana. But somehow Purdue football also exists, and 
a fan of the Western University Dolphins hates Indiana so much they wore a Purdue football shirt to this game. I'm like, yeah, I, man, this is a lot. Hey, now that I get it. Indiana totally makes sense. Yeah. I get it, man. No, it's te- they had Texas Western. I'm like, they became UTEP in the yep. 60s. What the <laughs> fuck are we doing? And it's like, and it's like Coast <laughs> University. I'm like, all right, Coast University. We're just, we're just not even trying anymore. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. they should have well, had those called State. Know. It took them. They did. In one of the tapes. There was a State the tape. team. The tape where he oh, has, we'll get right. to. He, it was Western University versus, versus State. state. Oh. Just State. Just State. Co- it's College State. Yeah, yeah. College yeah. State, College Tech. State University. I don't, uh, is it in the notes, Dave? But Texas Western's mascot. I didn't see Dolphins. Is it Texas Western Dolphins? No. Oh, no, sorry. Western, oh, Western Whatever University. Whatever the name is, the yeah. University. Western University Dolphins. Western University Dolphins, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Well, it represents the waves. So. And, and Texas Western, UTEP is the minors, mm-hmm. yeah. but, they're the, but they're the Cowboys. In this, so they, they're, they're just making shit up. Yeah, they're, they're, making they're, shit up. they're, they're scrambling here. Um, yeah. Let's get into the okay. recap and the segments here. Dave, where do you want to get us started? Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we've watched a movie that tries to show the seedier darker side of college athletics previously we we did watch the program Mm-hmm. I figured I, I would just throw it out there if you had any thoughts about blue chips versus the program, whether you liked one more than the other. Um, if you thoughts. thought if, if 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 you thought one approached what they were trying to do better than the other, I mean, because I understand the the program seems to be more focused on the problems faced by the actual players themselves, while this blue chips is basically this is Pete Bell. And he's got a lot of problems, and he's making yeah. choices, and so on and so forth. So those are the oh. big differences. But I've got you, I've got, you tell me. I got a couple thoughts. Number one, that's a good point about blue chips being so coach focused. Um, our mutual friend and friend of the pod, Tony Oaks, at one point in time came to me and said he understands college football now because the players don't really matter. The coach is the star, and I'm like, yeah, hmm. that's how college football works. A coach comes in yep. with like a, a program that they want to run and like a philosophy and an identity and that's the, the players kind of come and go but the coach is the constant here um i think from that perspective this did a better job i i like blue chips more than the program i think number one they did a good job of showing like the coach is the focus of the program but number two um the program went way too heavy on every player having like a serious problem of some sort um, yeah. The tone felt way too heavy, and looking at a 39-year-old quarterback was really distracting for me. Yes. Um, <laughs> blue chips. Great face. His face yeah. was great. Yeah. 
<laughs> he was a dying man. He yeah. went to rehab in the middle of the football season. He, he did. Sure did. He had sure did. forehead. Blue chips, the players are all like roughly young enough to still be vibrant, young, 18, 19 years old. I'm like, yep, Tony, yep. Tony had bad skin. I'm like, I don't believe you were in college. Appropriate. Um, and, you know, they, they could have used more sports in the movie. I think we have two total basketball games. And I'm, I'm somebody who really prefers college football to every other sport. College football is my favorite sport. College basketball is behind pro basketball to me. So, like, this should not be my preferred. But, like, this was, this was more, like, believable to me than the program was. Oh. I would go on sure, like, pure entertainment value. The program's memorable. I'm never oh, going to forget that. watching that film. Adam or shoot the table, yeah. The train. He, he almost got hit by uh, the train. He almost killed himself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's wild. It is yeah. pure wild nonsense. So I'm always mm-hmm. going to remember it. And that's where I think, like, I think Blue Chips could have had its moments. And we'll, a lot of it I just think has to do with the way the plot goes, which we can obviously will continue to get into. But I just was, like, not thinking that this was the way that the movie was going to go. I expected, like, it could have been more interesting, I will say. So I just liked the program because it was, like, one of the more, like, banana films I've ever watched. It took turn. Remember when he almost killed his girlfriend on the motorcycle? Like, (laughs) turn after turn over and over again. (laughs) Latimer almost killed the girl. So, yeah, that that movie had more more stakes. He's like, hey, how's it going? Let me throw you really quick. Yeah, it's fucking... And um, we had someone's pee swapped out of their body. Yeah, or yeah. fed into the body. I don't know what was he going on with that. Fed directly into his urethra. I'll say right one. I'll, I'll say one thing about blue chips. The poverty was was more believable in blue yeah. chips. Yeah. Versus yeah, yeah, yeah. versus uh, whatever the quarterback's name <laughs> was living in uh, uh, your front yard. Yeah, yeah. He, he lived right right next to the factory. That I was think just we talked about this too last much. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a factory in your yard. Yeah, and um, if if you're just going coach for coach, James Conn so forgettable. Yeah, just no no charisma whatsoever. Because oh. I, I think and it, it yeah. was supposed to be that way. This was supposed to be about the players, hundred percent. Supposed to be about yeah. uh, supposed to be about the players versus blue chips. This was the Nick Nolte show, yep. and basketball being played by these players was. Secondary. It was I'll secondary, say. which is wild because these players are so much better than the football players were in the program. True. <laughs> you you have real talent here. Yeah. Um. So, people says, "God damn it!" A lot at oh, the very God. beginning. Damn it. So do that I. that first pep talk meeting where he goes in and out <laughs> and in and out. What in the hell is he trying to do? Other than that confuse was... his players right before a big game. I, what, I thought it was halftime too, because he keeps no. he's like oh, of course the not. way no. you played, and I was like, oh shit, man, that first they half must have been rough. I thought it was post game. <laughs> like the first thing he says is like, "You're the worst team I've ever coached in my entire life." I'm like, oh, all right. He yes. at one point he's like he's cussing him out, like he loses his shit. I'm like, okay, so obviously they got blown out by like South Central Louisiana State University, and it's very embarrassing. <laughs> When he, 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 okay, all right. So he comes in, throws a fit, leaves. I like how every time he leaves, the other coaches have to like try to console the players for a second. He comes, it's okay, he's all right. It's okay, it's all right. It's okay. He's basically like, oh, also, you're ugly and breath stinks. And then he leaves. 
Mm-hmm. He comes back and he's like, your mom ain't shit. Like, it's just like he, he comes back every time to like make it worse. And then he's like, let's go out there and win this game. Like, oh, yeah. Let's go. Yes, exactly. And then you cut to the arena and I'm like, wow, this is quite the halftime show. Packed. And then it's like packed. packed. They're doing flips and stuff. And I was like, wow. This arena is really full considering they're like shitty and they're losing at halftime. I thought everybody yeah. would have left. And then you find out they haven't, it's not even tip off yet. Yeah. Throwing, no. like, no. what a way to start a film. I'm totally confused. <laughs> and just th- throwing those big Hinkley and Schmidt water bottles around like, oh like you're God. trying to prove something. You're just, you're just making a mess. Someone's got to clean that up. It's not you. So you don't no. give a shit, but yeah. so clear was, across a locker room. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking like, what does the cleaning crew think after every? They're like, fucking Coach Bell, yeah, calm lost down, Coach. Shit again, my like, god damn it! I just replaced the water jug and mopped all the water. You son of a you son of a bitch! You keep doing. Um, but um, the Western Universe, the Dolphins. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. It's, it's a t- it's a terrible mascot. I understand, it is bad. but apparently they have a storied history, and he's had it. Pete Bell's had it really really good for a long time he's um had a lot of winning seasons we see a lot of terrible banners hanging up the ncsa i'm like that looks that looks terrible that just looks awful um those were just put those 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 were put together over the course of a day and they look terrible crafts project but yeah he's 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 had championships he's he's had division championships at conference he's had national championships but now his team is barely scraping by and um seems to have done what what he considers to, to to be doing everything right he's recruited the right way but uh at the same time it's just not not working out for him um i had a problem with that part because okay, okay like, like i said I, I follow college sports a lot i follow college coaches as they go around the country they they established they made him too good of a coach for the story to be believable he's got yeah i think they said he's been there for is it 13 years or 20 one of the he's been there for a long time 20 years 20 years 20 20 years he has eight conference championships and two national championships this will be the first losing record he's ever had if they lose the last game of the season so basically are you you're on the you're going to the nil or the um the uh what is the the nit nit you're going to the nit you you're you're just outside of making NCAA tournament, your first ever losing season, you don't get fired for that. I don't care what school you're at. You have two national titles and eight conference titles in 20 years. If this is yeah. a bad year. Maybe the AD calls you in and is like, you got to fire some assistants. Hey, you got to hire somebody yeah. to like, you know, some, some more people, to analysts to come in, whatever. But like, you're not going to get fired for one losing season. You don't see that from Bob Cousy at all. No, you don't, you no, don't, nothing. Uh, he's so chill. With him. Buddy, 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 buddy. He's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's just like, I don't think that he thought he was going to get fired. I just think he was like, ugh, this is what my life could be like. Well, because but he, when he came in from that loss and turned on Sports Center in his bachelor efficiency apartment, mm-hmm. with no furniture in it, <laughs> turns on Sports bleak. Center and the guy's like going on a rant about it's time to to fire this coach and get away from this guy and then let him go. Um, I'm like, it's to take a hike. I bet that feels. I bet that feels bad. I bet that feels bad. It probably it can't feel good. 
But he's like, good. for one losing se- one losing season, usually the so, press would go, okay, he's missing some talent this year. Like things have gone, probably some injuries, whatever. You don't get one losing year, and you got to fucking go. Yeah. I I think like nowadays, if you watch enough like Sports Center, like it is always the end of the world. Oh, yes, but probably in 1992 or three when this was filmed, it probably did seem extreme that he thought he was going to lose his job. But like, it, it sure. feels crazy. I'll, put on, like, I'll pull up. It's it's crazy. He's like, well, because I might have one losing season, time to start cheating. <laughs> like that to me, that seems like a lot. Well, that's why that's where I think the film went awry. Like they spent so much time building up why the cheating was such a big deal. I, I just say let's get to the heart of it and let's have reporter, you know, Al Bundy uncover it all that's make a more this, interesting make this a journalism story. story make this an all the all the president's men movie instead of uh... sounds good to me yeah sounds good to me i mean they start digging they were digging on the football team for a while couldn't find anything and the basketball team apparently has been clean so there's been nothing to see but well, they, uh, they couldn't find anything in the football team which is apparently the most corrupt football team in the country everyone's getting yeah. paid a halfback <laughs> i got a halfback a quarterback <laughs> An offensive line. I'm like, ah, oh, thanks, I always, for explaining I all that to us. When someone calls it a halfback, I laugh. I laugh even more when they call it a tailback. Yeah. I've said tailback in 45 years. Yeah. So you think the players, his current players are just bad. I think they're good. They're just not good enough. Yep. Yeah. Tony's, yeah. there were shades of, there were some shots made. I'm like, yes. Okay. I can see where oh, there's a lot going on, but they still lose. The, the two games that we see early in the movie by wow, 20 God. points apiece. Really, really, really Blow bad. And, and it's not like they're losing to fucking Kansas. They're losing to Texas Western at Coast University. <laughs> so, yeah. Was Texas Western coached by Rick Pitino? No. No, he, he was Louisville and uh, where no, else? No, in this film. Yeah, it was Rick Pitino. I'm like, but wh- I, I, I thought you meant where did he actually coach? No, oh, no, no, no. There, I'm, I'm going I'm to give a plug oh, to um, the Dan Lebertard show. If you guys know Dan Lebertard show, it's it's the best thing out there for sports. They have a, a whole running gag about how Rick Pitino is a vampire. And mm. um, they have uh, Tim Legler <laughs> calls in and leaves a voicemail for the show about an interview he's going to do with um, Pitino and everything in it. It's like he's obviously a vampire. And it's like, yeah, he um, he's he's out of state right now doing some recruiting, I guess, in the Carpathian Mountains. So he has yes. to do the interview mm-hmm. there. Yes. Um, he was he was very specific about doing the interview after the sun goes down. I think he wants me to come at like midnight or one a.m., which is a little Got bit it. odd, but I get it. Yeah. You know, jet lag is a thing. He's out of he's out of state. Um, he did specify I should not have any Italian food or anything heavy in garlic before the interview. Jesus and I, I get okay, that my breath it. could be bad. It's it's a whole it goes on for like three minutes. And it's a whole list of vampire things. He's like, Yeah, but that makes sense because of this. It's like, yeah, he's a vampire. Look at that fucking guy. He does make some weird faces when he's coaching. He's like, Yeah. He's, he he just kind of freezes when things are going really well. I'm like, this is okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, he can't see his own reflection. So what? So what do you do? Season's over now. What do you do? Gee. Do you keep doing what you've been doing? They they had that conversation amongst coaches. We've been expecting kids to just come to us based on tradition, not fucking working anymore. What do we do? We got to get Arliss to help us out. <laughs> um, which is which? Is, hey, oh, fuck. Arliss picks out some. 
top-notch talent is like you get these two guys you are in the final four well, next year i yeah. was literally like who is this person this we person does not exist but i was like oh arliss showed up that's the only explanation this is a hbo crossover like, yeah. like well, it's it's crazy to me as somebody who follows this shit for real that is there's not a guy on his staff who does this like i, I, I follow iowa we have a recruiting coordinator but beyond that there's a guy on the staff whose whole job it is to find out who other schools offer scholarships to. Yeah. And it's like, oh, if there's Regardless. a kid in the Midwest, he, well, uh, he doesn't work for them. It's a, he works at a shoe company. <laughs> but it's like... There was a shoe on the desk, and I, big, I was... A huge I had lots of questions about that. A big, yeah. like, shoe mural. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, if, if Wisconsin offers some kid from, you know, Blue Earth, Minnesota, like, our coaches find out and also go to see that kid and see should we offer him too. So the yeah. fact they're going to Arliss, who works for new balance or whatever sogany and it's like hey i know the guys you should get why do you know we won two national titles <laughs> somebody on the staff has to let me know if you these are not like obscure kids these here's are, my thought one of them is on the artless on the artless thing i bet they're like robert wall we need you in the film he's like can't, i can't i can't take a break from shooting we'll come to you we'll come to you what's just have your uh, artless thing on. on we'll just have papers just I, I'm actually cur- I'm I'm currently shooting uh, what's that movie Cobb with Tommy Lee Jones right right now. But I can I can make a little time if you have you a, a nondescript Cobb. office building, right? 94, 93, yeah. 94, Cobb. Yeah. It's a great movie if you want to <laughs> if you want to see a portrayal of a real piece of shit. It's a great movie. But yeah, that's yeah. A, that, it. It, it came out of nowhere. Written. Yeah. That was, bye. It was Ooh. also written by this by Ron Shelton. You wrote this I film. Fucking wrote love Cobb. Cobb. Oh my god. Cobb is, is good. Great. Yeah. Oh my God. Um. So it's these it's, it's these two players. There. Remember the team's out in Los Angeles. He's like, I found you two players. One of them's in Chicago. The other is in bumfuck Indiana. <laughs> when I tell you, these, I, I this is this know. is where you're going to recruit from. You have to go to the Midwest. Got to fly four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know where the college was for most yeah. of this movie. Exactly, it was like Western. It was so, so it's West because it's Western. West. But I mean, yeah. there's a North, Northwesterns in Chicago, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I it was and West. you see the Texas, and you see the the uh, the U.S. Bank Tower that's featured prominently in Independence Day, where they're all like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, look at us." Um, that you see that in the background, so you're like, "It's L.A.," yeah. but I they don't say it. LA. They don't say it. No, they don't say it. Um, the press is giving Pete a hard time asking him questions about point shaving what's point shaving we'll talk about it later Um, they can't compete with the east coast teams because apparently east coast is where the TV is they don't if, if you're out west, so you don't wild. get any TV exposure Well, I, mean, I don't think you don't get TV exposure I've read that to be like west coast games start at 10pm eastern there it is yeah. So like everyone's asleep when you're playing. Like I, right. I, I don't watch you know Arizona play Oregon football. That shit starts at nine thirty p.m. where I live. I'm not watching that. Football. Right. Yeah. Football just looks but better like, at wasn't night. Wasn't UCLA one of the biggest basketball programs for like yeah. decades? So this oh, yeah. make and, any and sense. Count Gonzaga. While we're at it, like yeah, yeah that's a thing. Arizona too. Um, but I think I think. If you this at this point, well, no, they were still kind of on fire. This is like the Ed and Charles O'Bannon UCLA teams, and 
in Arkansas was hot fire, but like, yeah, they it was it was strange. Like, well, everyone wants to go east; they can be on TV. No, everyone wants to go east because the mafia money is there. <laughs> like, I want to make that money. Yeah, I'll shave a couple points. It. Yeah, it's it's tough for them to prove that points were shaved. I mean, sometimes people just have a bad game. Yeah, happens. Um, so you I, I you I, I identify some big time players, go after them if you can get them. Honestly, good, great. Talk They're coming. Arliss. Yeah, talk to Arliss. We'll figure it out. If you can't get them, honestly, uh, but we 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 haven't gotten that that far yet. He's 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 still he's doing his regular recruiting thing. First visit is to Butch. Yeah, in Chicago. Um, not sure what neighborhood. I think it was filmed at Mount Carmel. I think that's somewhere on the oh, south side. I know Mount Carmel. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that's where they filmed it at, at that school. Mount Carmel. Um, Shit. He talks to Louis Gossett Jr., who apparently, I, I guess, Tony went to the same school. Maybe, maybe that's why Arliss suggested it because uh, you, know, like you had a recruit from three yeah. years earlier. Maybe you can go and use some of the contacts and so on to figure that out. Um, but uh, his mom wants money just to talk. But sure. Louis Gossett Jr. is like, I, I can make her, you know, I, I, if, she likes your, if, if she likes you, she won't charge you the thousand bucks just to talk it's wild um mom's an interesting character is this where we first see jim Beheim also trying to talk we see him first like watching the game from up in their like crow's nest rafters and then yeah in the in the in the sleepy tarkanians up there too there's a bunch of people i'm like i don't recognize Uh, other than tark other than tarkanian um, Tarkanian, i I think i think that might have been um that Jim Cady from Purdue might have been one of those guys. It's, it's hard to notice him without his obvious toupee. This is before he yeah. wore the obvious toupee. Yeah. Um, the Louis Gossett Jr. like auction thing was kind of weird. Um, Oof, I wanted more him in this movie, though. I thought it was funny. It was, yeah, I liked it. Great. <laughs> Dig deep it. in your pockets. Dig deep. His that name was, is it Muhammad or Ahmed? Is Butch. 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 He named him, him Butch. Why um, Butch? 1250 SAT. Better than me. Smart kid. Uh, good, good, better than good me. For him. Yeah. Good for him. Um, so uh, He could have gone to Ivy's with that. What are they doing going to Western? Really? They, they paid him. His mom got a... I won't spoil it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so okay. we find out that Pete tries to relate to people. He's like, oh, you go to a religious school. You must be religious. I'll say that I'm religious too. And his, and, and his mom's just like, I don't give a shit. The, the uh, nuns in there. The the nuns and the priests don't don't take any shit, so that's why my kids go there. I'm like, that's honesty. I like that. I like yeah. that. Um, wants your son to get a good education, but also is like, there's money here, and it's only a crime if you get caught. Mm-hmm. Just just like a referee, it's only a foul if you get caught. Yeah. Um, wants a new job and a house with a yard. With, with yard. a yard, yeah, furnished by Marshall Fields. Mm. There's Chicago. money being that. Rest in peace, Marshall Fields. Yeah, miss, Chicago. Miss, miss you, Marshall Fields. Right. Love you. Um, then we get to my least favorite character in the entire movie, Ricky <sighs> Rowe. Um, it's basically the Larry Bird story. I came from nothing. I came mm-hmm. from nothing. But then, oh my God, Larry Bird's there. So it's not really the Larry Bird <laughs> story. So weird. Yeah. That guy really played for. Uh, Bobby Knight at, at Indiana. Okay, dude, I believe I, it. Okay, he looks I like tried, he did. I, yeah. I tried to look him up. He has this is only credit on IMDb, and it didn't mention that he was like an athlete. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, he played so in Indiana. Games. Okay, that makes some sense. I'm happy Larry Legend showed up in this movie because I'm like, are we really going to recruit a player from French Lick, Indiana, and not mention Larry Bird? And then right away, mm-hmm. here's old man Larry Bird shooting hoops. <laughs> Like white boy with a basketball? Nah, no, son. I think you're gonna make it. Bad back, bad knees. Bad knees. Can't run, can't jump. Nope. Um, again, why is Larry? I don't understand why basketball people are like, yeah, yeah. Sign me up for this film that's all about cheating. Yes, I, I can't. I can't make it. They must have been lied to. Must have been lied to, or like, not told. I mean, a year later, they're uh-huh. all in Space Jam, and I get that. Like, that's, a, that's True. a fun, uplifting basketball movie. None of these guys are in the air up there, which I think yeah. we can technically do for this podcast. If you guys want to hear me mm. get real mad, we can do the air up there. We could do the it air up there. Kevin, Kevin Bacon goes to Africa. You mean, <gasps> you, you mean the Jimmy Dolan shake and bake that we yeah. have to talk about in this? Jimmy oh, Dolan we can shake do it. and bake. Yes, we, 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 do we it. can do it. We an, do an, it. Entire, an entire tribe's ancestral lands are wagered against Woo. an oil company on a basketball game. Woo. I remember this film as a child. Where oh white, God. five foot five Kevin Bacon wins the game. <laughs> It's it's insane. So yeah, we can do that if you like. Um, oh boy, nobody from the NBA was in that movie. No, no, nobody. No. I nobody. think it's the pedigree of this one. It's probably because like Nick Nolte's um, in it. I guess that he, the guy had done like Bull Durham. Yeah, uh, White Men Can't Jump. That might not get yeah. out yet. But no, like, not before this, no, yeah, that was, was ninety ninety one, not yeah. ninety ninety one. Yeah, so I feel like maybe, I don't know. And the program, yeah. having just come out before this, I think it was what, a year or two before this, probably would have would have been, we're making the basketball program. I could see how that would entice people to come on. I yeah. guess. Um, so Ricky comes from a Christian household. He, he lives kind of in that uh, uh, program right next to the factory sort of house. But yeah. not next to a factory. Just he on lives a, with that. With that, um, the black middle linebacker from Alabama lives on, on a farm that's got a lot of trees for a farm. I thought you needed a lot of wide open spaces, but yeah, his house is completely surrounded by trees. Maybe, maybe <laughs> the farm was over far, there. I don't know, man. Um, and he tries to do the religious thing again. He's like, "Oh, I was raised Baptist, but which one? First Baptist to Southern." He's Baptist. lucky. He's he's lucky. He picked right. Because I don't like Southern Baptists either. I'm not a fan. I mm. think that might have been code for we don't like is the that, blacks. Is that racist? That was my I, impression of that. Southern, Southern Baptist tends to be like black Baptist. Yeah. I thought Southern was like the Billy Graham crazy. Well, it was also that. Oh, so that it could have been okay. either one. It could have been we don't like Oral Roberts, or it could have been like we don't like Martin Luther King. It could have been okay. <laughs> it could have been. Either. I I learned a lot here. I'm like okay, uh, that's the 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 kind of wink he gave him. I'm like, yep, we don't like them either. Oh, yeah, interesting, oh, interesting. Okay, I was okay. like, it's '94, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was uh, like, your son's gonna be on a team with black people though. He's playing basketball. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sure is. Be around. Yeah. So I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And dad wants a tractor. Got a 40 year old tractor. I want a tractor. That's, well, that's, that's, not, that's not much of an ask. Well, I, up there. I, I looked up How much is a tractor? I looked at the MSRP on some John Deere tractors. The bottom of the line John Deere tractor is 42 grand. 
the top mm-hmm. of the line one is $361,000. I don't think he got that cool. one. It goes okay. up from that if you get like attachments to it. But like just mm. the tractor itself, the best one is three sixty one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, adjust for inflation. This was the nineties. Maybe it was like thirty five dollars. I don't really know. But like, it, it turns out that's a decent ask. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's no These house and a job though. No, it's no. not. Uh, it's true. It's say. Um, Ricky doesn't really care about college, but he likes girls and he wants cash. Just I want a bag of cash, please. Yeah, to get the girls. Nice and easy, but we don't know his SAT. No, I think I think we're supposed to assume that as a white, his grades are no concern. I didn't want to say that, but I guess <laughs> I think that's what we're, we're supposed, supposed to, to assume. Oh, he's white. Jesus I'm pretty smart. Yeah. So those, so those were the the original two. I'm like, yeah, that's that's it, right? We're just gonna move on. And then Slick shows up. Do you guys recognize Slick? Yes. What is he from? I, I forgot. Yeah, his white man can't jump. He's okay. he's one of the basketball players from My White Man Can't Jump. Okay, that makes sense now. I have a million questions about this guy. I'm not sure how he knows the coach. I'm not sure. He played for him. How you doing, Pete? Was that what he said? Slick. Yeah. How you doing, Slick? Okay. Yeah. He, it, okay. like, I think he, like, like a quick little line that Coach Nolte said. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But how does he know about Neon? He's not from Algiers. It's just 3,000 miles on news travels, <laughs> right? News can travel? Like, no? I guess. Um, he's like, yeah, but... But to, but but to be able to get the Al, Algiers, let me tell you something about Al, uh, Algiers, Louisiana. It's okay. right across the river from New Orleans. It's literally it's classified as a the, neighborhood of New Orleans. It's not in the jungle. Why are they? Why? Yeah, why? Well, so wait, wait. We just have to. If the listeners have not watched this film, let me tell you what happens. They get on a plane. They get on a boat. They run through the swamp. They like have to take a fan boat. Like I don't know. They they, they cross they cross <laughs> railroad tracks on foot. When they get there, Nick Nolte's back is wet from sweating. Yes, <laughs> like they, they ran a long way through the swamp. Oh, walk through the jungle. Yeah, it was insane to watch Bought it go down. Gators. Yeah, and I, then. I, <laughs> Then finally got to Algiers and they're playing in like a fucking steel mill. I was like, what is this? <laughs> they're playing yeah. the first scene from um, uh, Step Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are no roads in Algiers. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not that. No, I'll tell you that much. It's not. It's, not that. it's a beautiful just, neighborhood. It's historic. They're yeah. terrible at directions. They just don't know how to get to where they're going. They could have yeah. gotten there a lot easier. Yeah. Um, it was like it was like and one style basketball in a warehouse. Yes, but um, no one was excited to watch it. Everybody was no. sitting there like stone faced. Like, there was, there I saw was, the occasional kid like little boy. Yeah, there was one little boy who was yeah. very excited. He was very excited. Very excited. Yeah, it, it was such a weird scene. It was very strange. It's and lit. And <laughs> the rim and the rims thick, made of rubber and hydraulics. It's amazing. Rims made of pool noodle. It's made just for it's made just for him, so he can't break down anything. It's all like that was lots his of gift thing to it. back then. But it was it was strange to I'm like I've never seen a hoop made of yeah. this material in my life. We, we get his oh, SAT man. score, unfortunately, five twenty. Whoopsie, because he messed up his name. I, mm. I guess I I don't I I don't fucking know. No, totally raw. He's never been coached. Okay, never. 
Like even at eight Apparently years not. old, th- there's no nope. way that like the middle school coach hey. of this six foot ten inch sixth grader was like that boy should play basketball. You, I trust Slick. Well, you're not Slick. listening. Slick said no. he didn't play until high school. He didn't really have any prospects. He went into the oh, he army. He didn't grow. That's right. Grew a shit ton overseas. That's yeah, true. I believe he grew Slick. eight inches in one year is what he said. Yes. Which, yeah. That. That I think that was the um the Kevin Durant thing was he was like uh like a six foot tall point guard as a freshman and then came in at like six foot nine as a sophomore and was like yeah I can still play point guard but I can still dribble and like that's insane to look at all right yeah um interesting line um uh, that uh, that I hear from Shaq after he meets the coach uh, if I couldn't play basketball would you be trying to get me into college no. Why would no. I run through the jungle if you're basketball? Like, of course at, 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 at least you're honest. At, at yeah. least he's honest. I'm like, okay, so they seem. And, and again, they they do the church thing with the Pentecostal. I'm like, all right, I don't know what the, yeah. the Pentecostal thing is. Well, they didn't, Wait, they didn't take up serpents, so. And yeah. then yeah. Uh, Nick Nolte's like, oh, I grew up Pentecostal, and he they are singing in that church, and Nick Nolte is. I don't know what he's clapping to. I don't know. He's, he's, he's clapping on the one and the five, I guess. Like, yeah. It's not even like the one and the three and the two and the four. He's on like the one and the like seven. It was like every. It was like. <laughs> Just clap when you want. There's no rhythm to it. He's clapping whenever he feels like it. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, stop. Get out. You're making it worse. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. It was so bad. As, as of right now, everything's above board. Uh-huh. People have expressed interest in what they'd like. Yes. But there's going there's there's gonna be a visit. Uh, you're gonna come out to California, see 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 what we're all about. But right now, no one's been paid anything. Everything's above board. Um, Neon doesn't want anything. He just wants to see if he can get into school, and uh, see how much bullshit it is. Right. And yeah. see if I it was if it was even <laughs> worth my time. I'm like, that's a very interesting way to look at it. Um, Ricky and Butch. They have things they want. I mean, this is not really Butch wants anything. He wants he he wants his family not to live. Yeah, Butch wants yeah. his family just, to be okay. Te- terrible, terrible place. They live um, under the L, so yeah. <laughs> What's his family and, be all right? And Ricky's like, yeah, if you want a you know, tractor, be good. But just give me a big old bag of cash, and we're good. Yeah. Um, that's when we meet the. I, I will say the, the scene. The scene yeah. of Ricky asking for cash. That man was sweating like that Jordan Peele gif, where it's just like you're drenched in sweat. Like, oh, are you nervous, asking? Did you, did you run here from across town? Like, well, no, it was a good workout. It was a good workout that they just had. Yeah, they've been yeah. practicing with the team, which is not allowed. No. As someone who has posted recruits uh-uh. while in college, like to be on my team. They sit and watch you practice. They are not allowed to touch a field hockey stick. They're not allowed to touch basketball. They, they cannot practice, practice with They you. practice with the team and beat the piss out of them in, like, street clothes and church shoes. Yeah. Sure did. Yeah. Everyone's are, wearing church shoes and just running through jungles and playing basketball when they're not supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's what's happening in this movie. I guess, you know, at this point, we're trying to bribe people. Maybe no one's yeah. really following the NCSA rules, but they are not allowed to touch a basketball. No. Can't do it. <laughs> The NCSA rules. This is, I I can't even say that's so stupid. Um, the friends of the program. There's a bar that they go to every so often, and, and you meet Happy for the first time. Comes in to beautiful women who want to meet obvious Pete. porn stars with him. Yeah, maybe, Wait. maybe, perhaps. Wait. But uh, um, and uh, he's like, yeah, we'll we will make it work. 
you've never asked me before, but sounds like you might need me. I know what they're going to want. And uh, I know you can't get it to them by yourself. What I do, it's untraceable. I'm untouchable. So if you need Look, me, man, I'm here. The, I, the funniest thing about this whole setup, number one, he gives his whole monologue about how, like, the coaches in the school is making millions off the players. The players mm-hmm. get nothing and they're owed this money. The movie portrays this like a horrible thing only a villain would say. And I'm like, no, that's okay. you're 100% right. That's it's the like, argument that, that made the Supreme Court be like, yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's insane. I, I always say, okay, if the yeah. players get paid in college credits, pay the coaches that way. Pay, pay Nick Saban in college credits and see how long yeah. he stays in Alabama. It's uh, like, uh, you know, Thanos had a point. Happy had a point. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, to me, this was Killmonger. Killmonger and yes. Black Panther. The only yes. villains feature, I'm like, yeah, I want to join your cause. <laughs> like, you're correct. Yes. Um, then uh, all the things that the players get in this movie a hundred percent legal now um every offensive lineman on the roster at texas gets fifty thousand dollars annually just to be on yeah nil money this is the first year that name image and likeness money became legal in college sports so technically you're supposed to get paid for like your name image or likeness there's no way to trace it so, like, the way that they set it up is, like, oh, we, it's, the Supreme Court said it's not legal to say that you can't get paid for, like, making an appearance at a car dealership and the dealer giving you money. Yeah. Um, so, Texas, uh, their donors set up a fund where donors can pay into it, and every offensive lineman on the campus gets 50 grand for being on the roster. Uh, the better one is Texas A&M. Texas A&M just got their best football recruiting class of all time. Their boosters put together $30 million this year to give to incoming freshmen. $30 million in one year. You're capped at like 23 recruits. Like 25, 26 is a very big class. Iowa is usually like 17, 18 because we have a lot of seniors on our team. $30 million for like 23, 24, 17-year-old, 18-year-old incoming freshmen. Yeah. The tractor? Bitch, please, we'll buy you a farm. Like, you get what the NIL money, I love it. I love watching all these rich folks throw money at high school kids who may never play. <laughs> like, you're just loading them up. It's insane. It's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, everyone, uh, well, uh, Neon doesn't want anything, but, but Butch, he, Butch doesn't wanted. talk about it, but Ricky, we, we talked about it earlier, just come straight out. And says what he wants. And that offends Pete to no end. Tells him to get the fuck out. Um, Throws him out of the d- office. God damn it. God damn it. Get out of here. God damn it. Get the fuck out of here. There's no way. So this just done. I have seen um, recruits like cross a team off their list because they didn't like the hoodie that they got. Or like wow. the, the the buffet that they got wasn't good enough food, so I'm out. So the fact that this coach could like cuss you out and throw you out of his office, and then a week later be like, "All right, here's cash. Come on back." I'm like, "No, yeah. I'll go somewhere else and get cash." And they're not even like the best team in the nation anymore. No, so there has like, been program. Duke is on yeah. fire at this point. Yeah, I do. Fuck this guy. Indiana, yeah. Indiana's great. You're from Indiana. Go be yeah. a hometown hero. I don't know if I want Bobby Knight throwing a chair at me, though. God knows I don't. Choke somebody. They put up that shit. (laughs) But Pete Pete hears that from Ricky. pisses him off. He's like, 
okay, this is what it's going to take. Goes and talks to his mentor, the, uh, the uh, athletic department head. And he's like, I just don't, I just don't want to hear about it. I just don't want to hear about it. I don't want, I don't want to hear about it. My name is Bennett. Don't put me in it. I don't, I don't want to hear about it. My I don't want to hear Paul this between y'all. Don't get me involved with this shit. Tells me, it tells me everything that I, that I need to know about him. He's like, do what you got to do. I just don't, I don't want to hear about it. My name is Joe. I don't want to know. Yeah. Well, that's, oh, that's true. That happy points out that he, like he pays off the whole football team. So I'm like, <laughs> athletic right. director, Bob Cousy over here, just turns his wire right about it. Yeah. He, he puts Three on a linebackers and a quarterback. <laughs> They're all graduating this year. <laughs> I'm clean. Yeah, God. there you go. Oh, yeah. uh, no, it comes later. Sorry. So, so he he has his moment in in the arena, just looking around like, God damn it! Come on, stop paying these cameras. Goes over, goes over to Happy's house. Is like, so what do we do? Huh? Don't worry about it. It's all taken care of. Frankly, you don't want to know how it's done, and that's fair. You don't. You don't. Um, and then there's the nice little montage with the blues guitar. Um, and everybody gets what they want. Uh, Johnny, John Lee Hooker. I need some money. Really? Oh, fuck. Uh-huh. Need some money. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Um, that, the, the view from that office is amazing. Beautiful. Unbelievable. I don't and, know what uh, she does, but like, fuck, it's a great office. Yeah, also, it's going to be a high-stress job. So, like, yeah, that's congratulations. Crazy. Yeah. No, it's not. She's just going to sit in that room and like fucking paint her nails all day. Yeah. I don't well, know, man. She, I guess. She, she said she had references earlier. I'm like, maybe, maybe yeah. she has some experience doing things. Maybe. Maybe. She, maybe. I'm just like, and congratulations. It's just like higher you got a hard the, job. That no. sounds good. No, guys, she's not going to be paid that much. She's going to sit in that office and That's do nice nothing. Oh. And then she has to make sure. Well, no. And it's just until what's her, her son leaves college. Yeah, so it's just like four right. years, not even. Yeah. Just right. It's probably going to be one, for being honest here. Yeah. Right. Hardaway. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Was that a green? Was it green John Deere tractor? Yeah. I think that's the only color they come in. The only color you can get them in. Is, is it the only color? I yeah. have no idea about these things. Yeah, it's, that's green, the Pantone green Magic System 349. That's PMS 349. Ooh. John Deere green, baby. Yeah, and a bunch of uh, and some dude walks up. He's like, "Hey, you Rick Rowe, take that fucking bag." <laughs> Here's a Lexus. I don't, filled with I don't want dirty, dirty twenties, oh, man. Dirty twenties. Yeah, dirty twenties. Uh, and then that's he has he he gets that that Lexus. I, I still see those Lexus driving around. I'm like, I remember when that used to be a ninety thousand oh, yeah. dollar car, and now they're just disgusting. But why? Why would man. you? Why would you do? He didn't. He didn't want it. Like, what's to say Neon doesn't get see this car and go, oh, I'm turned off by this. I want out. Yes. Um, yeah, could be that. Yeah, I, interesting. I, before I lived with you, Dave, um, when I came to visit you guys, you lived in Boys Town. I used to work uh, door-to-door um, selling AT&T U-verse cable. Mm. A, a bullshit, terrible job. First job out of college, bullshit job. Everyone that I worked with was basically like, yeah, if we make like one sale every day, that's enough to keep our jobs and to get a little commission we'll just get real high after that. And we had to come in on a Saturday and none of us wanted to fucking be there. And there was a new guy that was 
very energetic and like really felt like a go-getter. I'm like, you're not making any fucking money on a Saturday. No one's answering the fucking door. So we, we left, we got our like list of references or our, our leads and left. And I sent him a text. I'm like, Hey man, do you want to come smoke some weed all day? He did not hmm. respond, told my boss about it. And hmm. was like, if this is the kind of company you're running, I want out. And I'm like, you're 22. Like, wow. hell, wow. bud. And then the, the boss called me into the office. I thought I was going to get fired. And then one of the, the guys I work with was like, yeah, they don't fire anybody from a 100% commission sales job. <laughs> yeah. like, you're not getting fired. They're going to they're gonna talk shit to you. I mean, that's it. Like. You could smoke weed in the office. They're not going to fire you. They don't pay you anything. I'm like, oh, this is a sad life for a college graduate. Yeah. Dave, back to the movie. That's okay, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? Uh, do you think he took the car? I'd probably just been like, fuck you. I don't know I don't why wanna. he wouldn't. I, how do you give it back? The guy that yeah. dropped it off was like, I don't, I just dropped yeah. him off. Like, you yeah. can't give him the car back. I bet he took it. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, see, there's investigations going on after all this because they got the players. They figured it out. And then there's like this fax into the newsroom, like directly. I don't know how they get these directly, these letters of intent. And they're just like, yep, we know. No idea. These are good investigative reporters with their dot matrix printers. They're they're, they're doing a (laughs) good job. Um, and then all the photos that come up yeah. on the screen. I need like, to know not only how he got the photos of Neon <laughs> refusing the Lexus, but how he like knows that Neon didn't even ask for it. He yeah. has sources. It Interesting. was so wild. He, he knows Ricky's dad's credit score. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it, we just, we just, know, we just know that it was bad. It was too bad to be purchasing new, new yeah. equipment. How the fuck do you know? Exactly. Yeah. You're right. Woodward and Bernstein over here. But all the things that, that they're saying is like lots of suspicion, no no hard evidence. All this stuff is very well covered up because apparently there was a Western University alumnus who was the largest farm equipment distributor in Indiana. The of fucking course. odds of that? Of course. So he's Amazing. friends. One of the alumnus is friends, friends with the guy. Uh, yeah. Okay. It was like, okay. you know who Jesus. his friends are. Uh, it's, it's, good invest- it's, it's good investigating. You're just going to keep Holy throwing those facts. They're going to throw those facts at people until they're like, oh, you got me. Oh, no. Oh, you would have sent them at the Sacramento and have them watch the governor's office. This is um, when newspapers were just printing money, making yeah. it rain before yeah. the pivot to video. It was. Buying yeah. ink by the barrel. Yeah. Um, there's some basketball practice scenes. Butch isn't performing as well as he'd like. And you have the wrong asks. Thing. Yeah, he's, he's, he's coach, I'm, coach, I'm homesick. Like, yeah, it's it's a long way from home, I understand. But he asked the question, if I drop out of school, will my mom keep her house and job? Whoa, 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 whoa. If you sign some agreement I'm not aware of, that's so fuck that's so fucking lame. <laughs> so shitty. Um, okay, fine. You insist uh, I will make one phone call and not say anything on that phone call. Yeah. Better be at practice on Monday. <laughs> Um, that's stupid. flown him home for the weekend. I don't know. His mom lives know. in town. No, no, she stayed in Chicago. Oh, did she really? Yeah. yeah, I thought she. I thought she got a job like near him where she could have. No. Okay. No. Okay. That would have made uh, sense. Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that what they did with um 
the guy, but Reggie Bush, didn't his whole oh, family yes. move to Reggie Bush's family? Moved, well, they were they were only in San Diego, but they moved to LA. This happens yeah. a lot, though. There was a player that I recruited um, to play football, defensive end from Indiana, and um, we com- he committed. He was ready to go. Then Indiana gave his dad a job on their coaching staff and like moved them from Annapolis yeah. to their campus. And he's like, "Well, I'm going to Indiana sure. now instead." Like this is a thing yeah. that happens in college sports. If your if your dad is like any kind of a high school football coach, the university will find a job for him if they want you to come on board and huh. we might get you a house. <laughs> like it's a, it's a part oh, of the interest. Yeah. 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 But the, that's, the, so that's the, only, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the only thing I was just like, if he was any other college kid who was home, not any, but like if you're a kid who's homesick, you would just like go home. Like I could yeah, drive home, home for the weekend. For the weekend. Yeah. It's not yeah. super easy when you're playing a sport, but like you at least get Sunday off. Like you well, can make yeah. it work. It's it's not even like it's during the season. So you're not going to miss games. Just like figure it out. Send him home for a couple days, whatever. Or call your donor yeah. friend and be like, can his mom transfer to the office out here with yeah. her kids? There are that options. There are, there are but options. I thought it was really weird. Because I was just like, just just fly him home. Which yeah. also probably would look weird. Where is this kid who's from? Like, Chicago. Like, but his mom has a job. I don't know. Yeah. But I was like, just send him home for a weekend. Office. Yeah. yeah. Send him home for a weekend. Let him come back. It'd yeah. be fine. Yeah. Hey, all makes sense to me. It's yeah, fine. Right. Um, apparently, uh, Pete does a TV show. Our Pete football coach is a radio show. It's weird. Your <laughs> coach, our <laughs> coach, Petey Bell. Like, okay, so it's like it's like sh- closed circuit TV. It's like one station. Like yeah, eight people local. can watch it at one time. Local, it's local access. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lehigh has one for all of its sports. <laughs> I was on it. it yeah. Find um, that footage and put it in the group. So I had so much bad makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> I need to yeah. find this footage. Yeah. Happy shows up with Ricky, which you don't want the friends of the program associating with anybody from the program <sighs> ever. No. no. Not like what the fuck lo- is Happy doing? Thank you. Lo- happy, stay away. Like, what are you doing? Loaning him the car and stuff like that. I mean, that's this you're, you're asking for people to you're asking Sloppy. for Al Bundy. To show up, just asking questions. If and you learn yeah. one thing from Nevin Shapiro at Miami, who almost brought their whole athletic department down, stay the fuck away. Like, pay them yeah. and stay out of it. Don't make yourself the P. Diddy, be Suge Knight. Just like, stay yeah. away check from out, everything. Check out the U part, too, if you want to know more about that. Fantastic. Do I have to it's watch the, the, it's the, the U part, too, is, is, yeah. is all about Nevin Shapiro and his fucking ridiculousness yeah the first um, one is the fun one the second one is like oh this is sad and dark i think this is a power play by happy he, he says straight up i own you pete yep you're mine mm-hmm. just says straight up that he, he's been waiting for this day when he could finally bribe some basketball players and finally get into the basketball program yeah. and he's fully like, just in he's, he's into like, it I the point shaving happened because I made it happen and yeah. I have the proof because I, I was the guy. And he yeah. made a good point where he's like, You'll lose your job for this. I can come out and say I did it and nothing will happen to me. It's not right. illegal what I did. So I yeah. oh no. Yeah, he he does really have him by the short hairs. That's rough. That's rough. Um and all the while with when I don't really get get into his relationship with his ex-wife, which is weird. But <laughs> so strange. Uh, he um, yeah. he had told her it's like, yep, I got the players I wanted. Dead eye, completely honest. Dead yep. eye. She was like, oh, I, I can't swear look at to you. God, you're, he said, you're a hero. 
You got these yep. kids the clean way. Yep. Honestly. Dead-eyed yep. her. Sure did. Dead-eyed sure her. Did. Said, I swear to God. And it, like while signing <sighs> an autograph for a seven-year-old or whatever. Ugh. Just like, oh my God. Hey, kid, do you play basketball? <sighs> you can play for me one day. I was like, this motherfucker so cold. Diabolical. Yeah, yeah, but point shaving? What do you do to find out if there was point shaving? You you won't know one hundred percent, but no, you go to the tape. You go to the tape. Tape, Is it, coach. We we got to find the Western versus State game from whatever year that was. January first, ni- January sixteenth, nineteen ninety one. And like let that. me tell you, and the and the tape closet, oh, poor organization would be ruined way to that be. room. Somebody has to come in and re-archive those shelves sure of tapes he threw on the ground. And and. And you see Tony performing not at his best. You see like a lot of passes, like ooh, ooh, passes to nobody, gonna, dumb yeah. shots. And they're trying to be like, like forty that night. <laughs> yeah, and it's like he had an ankle injury in practice; shouldn't even have been playing. Hamstring, blah blah, blah. Hamstring, yeah, hamstring, either ankle, whatever. It's all getting yeah, gonna cut pivot, so on. I don't know, um, but yeah, they just noticed that he wasn't playing. But he was a freshman. All this stuff could have been talked away, but in Pete's mind. If Happy's telling me it happened, it happened, even though these are things that you could look at either way. Well, um, there's, there's one coach that's like, look, look what he's doing. And then yeah, the other two coaches are like, no. Tony was my guy. Done. He was this, my guy. That's the best <laughs> acting in the whole fucking movie is watching yeah. coaches realize, oh, shit, he's point shaving. And, like, trying to – they do a good job of, like – What's the spread? Hey, what was the spread? I don't know. I don't fucking watch the spread. But, like, in the beginning, it's like they're all just like, oh, he's having an off night. And then it's like, no, 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 this is worse than that. Oh, God, he's looking at the clock now. Like, it's like they're watching them slowly realize <sighs> point shaving. That is quality acting in this scene. They're like, oh, yeah. fuck, this happened. On, on that 144p quality, you see his head just go <laughs> up to the scoreboard. Yeah. Like, he, he, he's doing it. It's really happening. He's yeah. really doing it. And uh, Pete goes fucking ballistic. I love the watchtower. Goes to the party, gets Tony to confess. Tony's heartbroken. He's crying. He's um, it's just one game, coach. One game. One game. A couple more. We still won. Right. We still won. Which we still won. Good point. Still won. This does you not still matter won. to your coach at all. It, it yeah. shouldn't, but it, it shouldn't matter. It, he's just my. He's holier than thou. I mean, that's but just the. Yeah. Can we just come back to that? Yes, the song was all on the Watchtower, which has now been so co-opted to equal like Vietnam War movie. I was like, oh, yes, shit! What the fuck's about to happen? He's gonna go kill Tony. He's gonna shoot somebody. Tony, Tony. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be that last scene from Oh, where all of a sudden everyone's getting shot. <laughs> oh, Jesus God, so Christ! Scared. Oof. But yeah, he just leaves him in a crying heap of tears. Man, oh man, man, pissed his pants. Man, Why pissed his pants. I mean, yeah. Enjoy your party, which is happening one foot outside your door for the rest of the fucking night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that gets us to the final game. Um, so. Yeah. Western playing Indiana, because that's the way you start the season. That's the best way to go. To play the was best this team the in the first nation. game of the season? I yeah. was so season we've we've come opener. all the way back around. We've yep. ended in early March before because they didn't make the tournament. Yep. We're all okay. the way back around in October, November, uh, November. Yeah, November. The, but the weird thing. Okay, number one, the entire season hey, takes place in the off season, which is strange. Na, 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 but number two, 
uh, college basketball, you don't really have like a seed opener. You usually have like um, a, a tournament somewhere. It's great. tournaments, yeah. Yeah. You, play, yeah. you play in Hawaii, you play in the Bahamas, you play in Miami, you have Even back Puerto then? Rico. Yeah, I, th- well, I would assume. I think so. Okay. Um, maybe not. I mean, I've the first college football or college basketball season I really paid attention to would have been like 2004. But like, yeah, I, I always think about like the opening is the fill in the blank Paradise Classic. <laughs> like yeah, you're going somewhere true. fantastic. The Fiji Classic season opener or whatever. Yeah. Sounds good. It's Indiana. Yeah, that's that yeah. sucks. That I'm so sucks. confused. I was like, yeah. what's going on? I mean, yeah, it's I'm I'm assuming Indiana made that uh, connection, being like, well, they were once great. Well, well this we schedule's will, made we will, three years in advance, so yeah, like oh, it is. Yeah, so I, they yeah. had no idea. Well, like we'll beat the beat the living piss out of them. We'll make or, this. or no, I think they're thinking about this is like this is a marquee competitive matchup. warm up. Yeah, this okay. is a marquee matchup to like perhaps a season opener one versus two situation like we're, yeah. we're playing a quality team because i yeah. think they said the point saving the point well we know the point shaving was three years before uh-huh. so they could have made this game at the time when western was still like a like a big name program and then yeah. the slide happened after the point shaving thing yeah so like, three could have been like a, a marquee matchup in most years these type of daddies, baby it's gonna be awesome with a capital a I got so irritated with his ass. I you love it, baby. Yeah. I don't. I don't love Dick Vitale in the first place. This yeah. went on for so fucking long. It just it went did. on. Neon Boudreaux. This baby six, is really big. smooth guard from Chicago. I'm like, oh my god. It's like, oh, oh my god. god. And don't forget Ricky Rowe, baby. He's white and his dad owns a farm. I'm like, sure does. Oh my Dick. god. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, I hate this. This goes on for so long. Thanks, Dick. Appreciate it. Um, there's some good basketball action. That's just great. It's just it's basically the, it's the coaches yelling at each other, and occasionally some shots were made, some good layups. Uh, Watching them drop the plays and then have the play happen the way they designed it. That, that part. Oops. Yeah. That part was the best part for me. Watching them like you know di- diagram a play. And then watching it happen exactly the way they said, and the shot is there. I'm like, this is way better than most coaching we see in movies. Sure. Yeah, but also, didn't he have some like weird pregame speech? But I was like, oh, you're gonna have your come to Jesus moment right now. Like, yeah, yeah he, he, he was he was awfully sad. I mean, before this, he had done the thing with Tony. He'd confronted him. He'd gone to his wife, and his wife wants nothing to do with him. So he's really just <laughs> my fucking house. He's really low and he's like how do i get back to where i was and i'm sure in his head and 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 there's like a little slow motion weird flashback thingy slash this is my conscience displayed on the basketball it was was weird weird. he he talks to the team before the game he's like well some of us have cheated let's go out there and win that's what i was saying i was like what the fuck are you what we all bend the rules some of us more than others you know who you are. Let's win this God. game against Indiana. God damn it. If I'm one of the kids who's not getting paid, I'm like, what the fuck is Coach talking Does he mean you? you, Neon? You're seven for four. Is he talking about you? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, is he? Are we? What is going? Has Coach finally <laughs> lost it? Like, is he? Yeah, he was stroke? That's, that's exactly what happened. He lost. He could have gotten away with it 100%. It wasn't for you meddling kids. Um, but yeah, there was that weird slow motion, and and you just see him with his like hand over Mickey, his face, like oh voiceover, God. like 
existential crisis. I own <laughs> you, coach. I own you. Like, oh, I, I can't have anybody on me. Um, so they set up the tractor. Play. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I think they're. Marshall Fields Furniture Church 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 Corner Office. Um. So they set up a nice play at the end. I think they're down by one. They end up winning by one with a shack. Yeah. Slam dunk as the clock expires. Always exciting. And he has to do the shack yell, which is his a mouth great is yell. Close. Ah! Mm-hmm. But course. in the shot, his voice is going, ah. But I blame Bobby is- Knight. I blame Bobby Knight. He ruined everything. My, everything my was supposed to be lined up perfectly. Yeah. I, was, I was happy they showed us the play, the, the, the clock in the bottom corner. So I'm like, all right, usually when you see a movie that's like, Oh, we have four seconds to go. That four seconds lasts for three and a half minutes. I'm like, all right, it's nice that they're showing us in real time, but Shaq dunks it in slow motion and the clock moves at regular speed still. And I'm like, so is he moving in slow motion for real? Like, did he really just jump in slow motion? You guys saw the clock down or something that that irritated me in a way that I was not prepared for. And, and just like there was a pregame speech, the postgame speech ends like, I just can't win like this. And can't win otherwise, so. and Shaq comes out after him. He's like, Coach, you like what I did out there? It's like, yeah, Neon, yeah, great job. My move. But did you did you listen to me saying that I just can't win like this, and I'm and I'm going to go yell at the coach. press and quit? Yeah, that's that's what's going to happen. Nope. Didn't listen um, to coach. um, he. Said something weird to saw off the press conference about uh, he used a, chi- a Chinese racial slur, which is yeah very fascinating. I'm like, okay, yeah. So people in China don't care about basketball in the mid '90s, but they do now. Oh, they um, love it now. Yeah, they love it now. But but like they they could care less about what 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 we're doing here. I'm like, okay, cool. What are we talking about? And then uh, he engages with Happy, who's standing him back, and Happy's happy. He's happy as shit. Um. After the first victory of hopefully many, um, it just keeps devolving from there. He just confesses. It's like, oh, that's it. I think we got him a Alexis. Yeah, it's fully loaded. And just over, yeah. just everything yeah. comes out over the course, and it eventually ends with, I quit. Well, but, well, it was happy threatening to murder everyone on the fucking. Well, roof that's he's he's a, he's an interesting guy. Cool, he's, really nice. he's a nice. Yeah, he's. he's he was he's, he's nice when he's happy but when he's not happy he's not happy he ain't happy well it yeah. starts with like everybody thinks he's joking and then yeah, he yeah. Keeps going uh, <laughs> another, another good job because uh, in the, uh, the press is like the pre- it was weird to see everyone all the journalists clap as he came in i'm like i've watched a lot of college post-game press conferences i don't care like I've seen my team win a BCS game. The press did not clap when our coach walked into the room. They're like, I'm a professional. Like I'm here to ask you questions about the game and shit. True. That was yeah. wild. Um, and then yeah, happy, as you said, you have not broken any laws here. So like all you have why to is do so is mad? why are you here, first of all? Yes. Yeah. That was you a should question. be out partying with your porn star friends. Like, mm-hmm. why are you at the press conference with your buddies? Hey. It makes sense to me, man. Uh, but uh, I guess I guess he had something he wanted. He wanted to throw. He, he's it, it, woo woo W U. I'm like yeah. okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. I guess he, he just wanted to whoop and hoot and holler. So Pete leaves and he finds a pickup basketball game with some kids and coaches, like really coaches. 
I guess I guess that was exciting. I will say the the coaching we saw him do during the movie was the best coaching we've seen like at a practice. Like he yeah. was, I, I, I genuinely believed him as a coach. He's getting mm-hmm. in there and like, he, you roll this way and not that way. You do this. He's, he's like yeah. putting his body against the players and shit. I'm like, this is what basketball coaching looks like. This is way better than yeah. like coach. God damn it. From um, not another team movie or whatever. Like these, this is doing some good coaching. You, you didn't like yeah. uh, coach Carter just going a thousand pushups. You owe me thousand suicides. Yeah, it wasn't, I want your bad. arms falling off. I want your arms falling off. I want your legs <laughs> dead. Just like yep. dust, leg yeah, dust. No, yeah, it was it was solid coaching. I thought it was. I liked that a lot. Yeah, and then they go and you find out what what happens to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Western U doesn't get the death penalty. Thank God for oh, them. Yeah, because it may may maybe the NCSA doesn't have the death penalty at that point. They all learn um, from SMU. One yes, time, one everyone, time everyone learned from Southern Methodist. Another <gasps> good 30 for 30. My, one of my the favorites. Best one. Well, the second um, best one. Suspended from tournament play for three years. I'm like, well, you, to get the death penalty, you need to be caught three three times, right? Yep. And yep. then you get the death. So this, this is their first time ever caught. So yeah. fine. Uh, Pete is terrorizing the court of a high school basketball <laughs> team somewhere in the midwest a small high school basketball team in the midwest because everyone ends up in the midwest yeah it's indiana chicago pete yeah. i and Come kansas somewhere i have no idea um ricky hurt his knee now he's back in the farm because fuck him he sucks um and uh neon and uh, butch uh, go to the nba and uh, they trade chris mullen and they play on the same team because that's what happens it was, it was, it was chris weber it was Chris. Was Chris uh, Weber with the with the, with the Magic? Weber or Mullen? Oh no, Mullen. Weber. Mullen was always a, was a warrior. Yeah. It okay. Was Chris sorry. Weber. It was Weber. Wild to me that they they were like, oh, they dropped out of college. No, they didn't drop out. They got drafted. <laughs> like it's like they didn't drop out of school. Yes, I. I was like, <laughs> what got, the? How does someone? Jobs. Yeah, I was like, how does someone drop out of college and wind up in the NBA? No, they left. <laughs> yeah. Also, they got drafted. This, this whole Chiron thing at the end, I was like, this is a fake school. True. These are fake people. I'm like, yep. this isn't a comedy or a actual biopic. What the fuck? This is you, so you, weird You to know me. it bothers me because I got to write goddamn superlatives off of this I, shit. Yes. <laughs> like, but I was you? just like, I was like, what a weird choice for a non-comedy non-based on true events movie yeah. i was like this it, is it, so bizarre i didn't need it i i'm trying to think if the program did that i don't think it did i don't i don't think so maybe i, I can't know. remember i'm trying yeah. I, I, I think they might have had a thing no no they didn't have it because i was thinking that they told us that the the 91 year old quarterback didn't win the heisman but i think right. we just saw that in the movie where it's like oh yeah you'll come back next year because i guess you're a sophomore <laughs> like i'm mm-hmm. very confused by that um right. Because he Guys, was a 45-year-old freshman. I don't yeah, know. Sure. Yeah, he, he had gray hair. Um, one of the things we like to do on this podcast is take a look at a minor character to see if this movie was the start of big things or the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Dave, who are we going to dive on this week? I picked uh, J.T. Walsh plays Happy Kuykendall. Mm-hmm. Fascinating name. Kaikendall. Fascinating. <laughs> yep, that's that. That's what it says, man. That was the um, most major street in the town that I went to elementary school in. Uh, Spring, no, he's Kaikendall Boulevard. <laughs> like the I, yeah, there's a. Um, I don't know if it's a website. It's called Fame Tracker. There's something called Hey, it's this guy. He is the inspiration for Hey, it's this guy. Oh. He's the. Um, 
he's he's the um just character actor you see him in all sorts of shit um one one of my favorite movies when I was growing up uh, that I saw him in first was in Good Morning Vietnam. He plays the sergeant major. He's a real oh, sure. plays a real asshole in that one. And that's you start to see him like he's going to play an asshole. He's either a uh, politician, uh, he's a lawyer of some sort, or he's in the military and he's just a kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, beyond that, uh, he plays a part in Misery. Uh, backdraft, a few good men, where he plays a a, 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 a lieutenant colonel. Hoffa, he plays uh, Jimmy Hoffa's second in command, Frank's, Frank Fitzsimmons. Um, Nas- National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1, which is fantastic. Uh, if you ever have a chance to see Emilio Estevez's best movie with uh, Samuel L. Jackson, them just being ridiculous and doing all sorts of crazy shit. I think um, someone would say Mighty Ducks might be Amelia. No, some might no, say Mighty Ducks. No, 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 no National Lampoon's lo- it's Loaded Weapon 1. The Button, the okay. Moonbeam Walk. It's hilarious. Okay. Um, let's see. Needful Things. Uh, the Client. Because you got a little, you have to get a little Grish- Grishman there at some point. Got to. Um, it's 90s, yeah. The Miracle on 34th Street remake. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, the, the movie everybody's seen in the last couple of years. Plays the White House Chief of Staff in Outbreak. Um, oh, wow. Let's see. Ooh, don't. Nixon, he plays John Ehrlichman. Executive oh, wow. decision. He, he, plays, he plays the senator who gets shot pretty damn early in the movie. Um, <laughs> Sling Blade, Breakdown, uh-huh. plays, plays a crazy truck driver in Breakdown. It's a good, good Kurt, Kurt Russell movie where you see him just show up just terrorize him and his wife his wife did it's it's fantastic a movie that i watched last night because it popped up on netflix the negotiator um and uh that was a posthumous release it came out just after he died and then pleasantville which i'm sure we'll talk about in this movie plays big bob it's on our that was just technically a final movie It's, it's it's gonna happen um did some tv too but it's not it's nothing compared to his work in film yeah he is a that guy asshole yeah, that. Like if you want passed to- away too young yeah. at fi- at fifty four in nineteen ninety eight. Wow, um, fifty four heart issues will get you, unfortunately. Mm. But uh, yeah, you just watch one of those movies and he plays a big role in everything, even if it's a small role. He's he's there, and you know he's there. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's quality. Yeah, uh, that does bring us to the end of this episode, and just like the end of the school year, that means ten minutes and superlatives. <laughs> Um, this was tough. There weren't a whole lot of teens in the movie. And like we said, there was uh, an epilogue where you find out what they're all doing. I ignore that. for this yeah. I write mm-hmm. my own shit. So sure. uh, Tony is most likely to be the first person interviewed in the 30 for 30 about Western University's cheating scandal. Like I picture, I picture like silence and then there's like him sitting down and going, Okay, let's do it. You guys ready? <laughs> yeah. Ready? Just like, yeah. Just like very sad, like, like, like 50 years old, gray hair, like adjusting his tie. <laughs> it's going to be a really sad story. Um, Butch is most likely to get a picture of his mom tattooed on his chest. She's all he cared about. Uh, Ricky is most likely to use a picture of him at 19 as his Tinder profile picture. All he wants yeah. is girls, and it's going to be a shock to that poor mm-hmm. little and yeah. Neon is most likely to be known as Big Chief by all the guys at his local YMCA. <laughs> I don't really play pickup basketball. I was never any good at basketball, but like 
when I would go to the gym in Iowa City, there was always some dude who was like six foot nine with tall socks and short shorts. Yeah. In his 40s, just dunking on everybody and like dominating. Big chief, the best. That's right. I mean, Robert <laughs> Parrish, big chief. Um, okay, so we have an extra special treat for next, next week's episode. I uh, need to start by saying it is indeed a time warp. But more importantly, our special guest will be none other than my very own big sis, Megan Mills. Uh, she's not coming back full time yet, but she is joining us to break down a true classic, the 1984 Molly Ringwald Magnum Opus 16 Candles. So That's what I'm going to tell you. I have a confession. Oh. No. Never fucking, never fucking seen it. Oh never seen God, it. Dave. I know the song. I know the song. Make a lovely life. Wait, I, I so she's coming on. I thought she was coming on the 21st. No, no the 14th. The episode airs the 21st. Oh, I'm so yeah. confused. Okay, cool. Yeah, big sister back, for, back for, uh, for next week. I even, I double checked with her earlier today because I was like, I've got another one I'm going to pick for my pick. Well, this is her pick. Um, and I, I'm I'm excited to have her back. Uh, I thought she was the best part of our podcast back in the day when she would fuck up all the names, and so <laughs> we're for sure gonna have her read the cast of her own movie. But I am I'm very excited to have her back. Uh, we're gonna try to get her on um, more regularly moving forward. I hope, but uh, even if this is like her final send off, I'll be very happy to have her back. Um, guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, uh, subscribe to subscribe. Jesus Christ. Uh, you're already starting it. Oh, mispronouncing no. things. Uh, <laughs> word to big sis. Uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recap and Gown Pod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, Recap and Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to hop in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Pete, you shouldn't even be playing in uniforms. You should be in goddamn jock straps. <laughs> Take it easy, Willie Mills. We'll see you next week. <laughs>